Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where we review cinema releases. Today, Pet Cemetery. Ooh, that was my scared <laughs> noise, even though this film wasn't remotely scary. So. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not a ghost story, but then like, it, yeah. it is trying. Sort of, yeah. yeah it's, it, it, it's doing its Ghost, best. zombie, somewhere in between. Um, oh, it's zombies. Do you reckon? It's definitely zombies. I feel like... There was still a personality there, though. I mean, we'll get to it. Zombies but... can have personalities. Can they? I thought zombies were just more like, you know, the walking dead, just shuffling. I mean, depends on the zombies. Some vary. I guess. I you guess. Know, look at Shaun of the Dead, for example. Like, they all kind of keep their uh, personalities or, like, gut instincts. Like, Peter Serafinowicz still hates Simon Pegg. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. But he doesn't really talk to him. No, like, but... These, he... these, these dead people have Yeah, but, like, he tracks him down all the way to the pub sure. uh, and... Kills Ed or whatever. Full spoilers for a full film for... that's not this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, some zombies can can do that. Okay, but... sure. Yeah, I guess. I guess they are the Walking Dead. They're, walk... They're dead and yet. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's only half what this film is about. Sure. Um, so, what are your initial impressions of this film? Um, well, for those who haven't seen Pet Cemetery, it is it's a remake of a film from the eighties, which was itself an adaptation of a famous Stephen King novel, uh, in which a family husband, wife, two young children moved to a big old house in the countryside with a pet With a pet. oh yeah they have a cat mm-hmm. which we'll talk about um, and then lots of things go wrong the cat dies and the dad buries oh, part of their garden is a pet cemetery well part of the their land. extensive land that they've bought without checking out yes um, yes, yes. yeah is, is, is a pet cemetery which the girl comes across like quite early on when she follows like a uh, what are they called? They're not a parade. But, uh, oh yes, like a bunch of weirdos walking around um, in costumes. Yeah, it's. Oh, I forgot what the word is. It's like parade, but not a celebration. No, a. It's just a group of weirdos. Yeah, not a huge group, but yeah, I don't know what the word is either. Yes, so she discovers that there's a pet cemetery there where they can bury all the dead pets of the neighborhood get buried, and there's a creepy loner next door neighbour played by John Lithgow in this version mm-hmm. standard John Lithgow role Do- doing good stuff yeah, yeah. Um, who kind of hints that this pet cemetery has mystical qualities so although there's a second cemetery behind the pet cemetery and that has the mystical qualities yeah yes yeah so the dad buries the cat the cat comes back from the dead as an evil cat mm-hmm. then one of the kids gets uh, killed no, no, no. the cat comes back from the dead as a cat yeah. as a cat as, as a, a regular cat, cat. yeah, yeah. <laughs> If anything, it was weirder before, but it was actually mm. a nice cat. But, so. but this cat is now, like, it, I mean, it, it, it is the living dead, and also it is, at different points, really oddly CGI'd. Yes. Um, like, there's one bit where, it, one of the first times you see it, it's full on just doing the face from Truth or Dare. Mm-hmm. It's weird oh. and just displeasing to look at. The rest of the time, it just looks like a cat that's not sort of kept itself very well. It's... Pretty much Salem from Zabuna the Teenage Witch in places. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Very dodgy mix of animatronics and CGI and occasional use of real animals, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, so the cat comes back evil, then one of the, or as a cat, and then one of the kids dies and he, this, he buries the kid in the graveyard and the kid comes back evil <clears> and that's basically the film. Mm-hmm. So it's all about how, well, the book is more about like dealing with grief and all this kind of stuff and then this, but this film is very much just a schlocky horror movie. Yeah. I thought this film was awful, but I also had a great time watching it. <laughs> this film is exactly what I expected. It absolutely is. For better, for better and for worse, it is exactly what 
it said on the tin. Yeah. Like, because also it felt like it was a film that was trying. Oh, yeah. It didn't feel like, yeah, we know this is just sort of camp, weird crap mm-hmm. shit. So we're just going to lean into that. Nope, it was... Like, it was pretty committed, yeah. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna really go for this. Mm. Apart from the little girl who just was having the best time. Yeah, yeah, that little actress is pretty decent, to be fair. Like, yeah. I'm not normally a big fan of child actors. But no, she, I think she was great. She sold it pretty well, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, especially when she has to do the, the, the turn to being like evil. Yeah, as as soon as she became an evil zombie, that's like that's kind of the second half of the movie. It really is a film of two two halves. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, a boring half and a good half. <laughs> yeah, a boring half that's just all set up and exposition, and yeah. nobody cares about anything, mm-hmm. and very predictable. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then a good half where it unintentionally just becomes a straight comedy. Like it is genuinely hilarious. It really is, but not in a <laughs> wink wink noise. But yeah, it's like. It really felt like low rent hereditary. Yeah. Even though obviously this came first. I mean, this film didn't come first, but the the story in the book mm-hmm. and the original film came first. It really had that low rent hereditary vibe because there was a lot of similar stuff going on, mm-hmm. and it had that similar kind of quite straight face, but also ridiculous. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun to just mostly laugh at. Yeah. yeah. No, it was a it was a very good time. Uh, I, I I think I leant over to you halfway through, and said. Genuinely, if they just made a comedy TV show mm-hmm. of the dad and the zombie daughter just trying to make their way through life, yeah, but like he's not a zombie yet or whatever, that's basically the plot of Santa Clarita Diet. But yeah, like, <laughs> it's just hilarious. Yeah, it would be. It would be really. I would. I would I'm here for that sequel. Like yeah. the, the zombie family, just you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can. It's you can tell that this film is what it is because there's no apart from John Lithgow, nobody in this film is famous. Like, it's a real cast of nobodies. Uh, a little bit. What's his face? Uh, the oh, main guy. You recognise the dad as some character actor. Like. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Something Clark. I don't know. No. Um, yeah, he's been in a few things. He was in that Everest movie that was nearly going to be a big thing and then no one was interested. He was in what? the latest Terminator that's, you know, not been continued. Okay. Um, I mean, he's not... He's not an actor in great films. No, but, but he's an actor in a fair few films. Fair enough, okay. Jason Clark. Jason Clark, okay. I, I didn't recognise him. He hasn't, hasn't impacted on mm-hmm. my world of cinema, but sure. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I, the only person I even remotely recognised was John Lithgow. So yeah. it was very much a uh, cheap and cheerful kind mm-hmm. of film. Um, <laughs> obviously not particularly scary. Um, it was quite... The parts of it were quite violent, though, I noticed. In what way? Which bits? I know, some of it was a bit gruesome. Like There was, there was a random bit where... A, kid gets hit by a car and his entire brains just fall out remember the kid in the oh yeah that was odd yeah that was yeah quite gory and mm-hmm. odd and yeah. not, not very nice to look at made some odd the film definitely made some strange choices mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did you know anything about the I guess you've not seen the pre- the original film no. did you know anything about the story whatsoever mm, only from what I've seen in like one or two trailers sure did anything surprise you whatsoever no. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Nothing did. It really connects the dots quite, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's all very obvious, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just bits like, say, they move into the house, and the first thing that happens before they've even got into the house is there's a massive jump scare because a lorry goes past super fast Yeah. Um, on, on the road that's like just metres away from their house. And just like, well, that's not going to come up later, is it? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and also my first thought at that point is, you are awful parents if you don't just put up a gate right away. Yeah, 100%. Like, that should be the first thing you do there. Like, of course, your kid, one of your kids is, like, walking but not quite talking. Yeah. Of course they were just going to go and explore random places. Mm-hmm. And that girl's going to go and explore things, you know, in the forest and probably on the road and yeah. stuff. It really felt like, I mean, this is... And then classic. the cat died and they're still not like, 
maybe we should put a gate up. Yeah. Like, come on, you've just <laughs> been warned. <laughs> it's definitely a film about classic They're the worst horror. parents ever, and they, they, des- they deserved what they got. Oh, oh, 100%, they were terrible. But it's definitely one of those classic horror movies where everyone makes really bad choices. Like, the mm. worst decision at every possible <clears throat> point they could make is the decision that they do, in fact, make. Who do you think makes the worst choices in this film? Oh, the dad. 100% the dad. John Lithgow? Well, yes. Actually, no, he makes bad choices, but... John Lithgow leads the dad astray. He he's, very, he's very much just like, mm-hmm. hey, look, here's how you make zombies. Yeah. Would, would, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Would you like a zombie cat? You've got a zombie cat. Mm-hmm. Great. Don't put your daughter in there. That's a bad idea. You shouldn't put your dead daughter in there. No, but I'm going to put the idea in your head. Yeah. Oh, she's not dead yet? Oh, sorry. Um, Come back to me tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I don't know if they should have made his character more... Like, evil. Evil, more... yeah. Un- he should have been, like, he... complicit rather yeah. than just... Cause it didn't he should make have been any working sense. for the zombies. Maybe they were like threatening his wife or something. Sure. I don't know. Because he's been through it all, hasn't he? Isn't, hasn't, he's supposed to have buried his. Is it implied that his wife died the same way or something? Or uh, I don't remember. I mean, she, yeah, she died, but I don't remember. His dog definitely died and got mm. buried and got. He, he tells that story, but then his wife is dead too. And then there's a bit where his. When the little girl comes back from the dead and kills John Lithgow, mm. she, there's a bit where she kind of impersonates the wife or the wife's face is on her body or something it's like your wife is burning in hell oh yeah there was all that stuff with just yeah she can change her appearance and stuff Mm -hmm. odd yeah like why how how is that a rule in this (laughs) this film played pretty fast and loose with like what the rules were yeah i mean the MacGuffin is it's a indian burial ground literally oh yeah yeah which is just your classic like (laughs) i don't know if stephen king invented the concept of the indian burial ground (laughs) but like it's the kind of thing that's now so passed into cliche but Mm. I mean, I thought John Lithgow was definitely the most interesting actor in it. Just by oh, yeah. virtue of being, you know, recognisable and getting... He did his best with, like, the tra- all the trailer lines, like, sometimes dead is better. That's, yep. like, the classic line from this movie. So, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the original film when it came out. Uh, I didn't see it in the cinema. I would have been far seeking. But I remember seeing it. It was one of the, another one that was on TV quite late nights a lot. The um, the bit where the, little, where the dead child stabs John Lithgow or the old character in the... Achilles tendon. Mm-hmm. That's in the original, and it is one of the most horrific things I've. It's one of those like burned into my brain from childhood, just be utterly traumatizing. I don't know what it is about the Achilles tendon. It's a really horrible place to see being stabbed. Yeah, it is. It just, is. Re- there's something about it that just viscerally is like no, oh no. Mm. Like you can watch someone being stabbed in the chest all the live long day, but <laughs> even like the eye, you'd be like you know. But the the tendon. I think it's just anywhere with the tendon, and the Achilles tendon is just the most exposed one. Yeah, absolutely. like the back of the knee as well. Mm, yeah, that's what I mean. You don't see it very often. Like you. It happens in films, but you don't see it up close. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's other tendons that I wouldn't want to be stabbed in, but let's not talk about those. I mean, I wouldn't want to be stabbed anywhere, <laughs> preferably, but oh, sure, yeah. you low down on this. Uh, <laughs> um, so but, what, in the original film, was it more or less gory than it was in this one? I feel like it was more... Well, I'll be honest, when I saw it, it come in, I kind of closed my eyes a bit, because I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not here for this. Mm. But... Um, in, well, they did a bit of a fake out because in the original, she's, the child stabs him in the tendon from underneath the bed. And mm-hmm. they, they teased that when he's walking around with his, uh, yeah. with his flip-flops. Yeah. And I was like, come on! <laughs> <laughs> but then they kind of tease it so it doesn't happen then. But then when he's walking down the stairs, she kind of goes... <laughs> but yeah, I knew it was going to happen. Though. There's no way they were not going to recreate that shot. From what I saw, I think the original, obviously, it's in the 80s, so the effects were less mm-hmm. realistic. But also in a weird way, that made it even worse. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe because you were younger as well. Yeah, I was younger and I wasn't expecting it. So I was like, oh my God. Whereas obviously this time I was like, okay, brace yourself, John. There's going to be a bit of mm. tendon, you know, stabbing is going to happen. So yeah. yeah. So even talking about it, it's not mm. nice, not nice. But, effect, you know, effective, an iconic horror movie moment mm-hmm. in, yeah, yeah. in the original. Like this obviously just 
nothing about this film is iconic. It's because it's just recreating an iconic film. Yeah, sure. Which isn't necessarily a great film. The original's not particularly good, but it's memorable. It's got some memorable things that happen. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then there was the other plotline with the mum. What was going on with the mum again? Remind me. So the parents are having this whole thing where they they have these two small children. The son's not really in it very much. But they have a very different attitude to preparing their daughter, because their daughter's like eight years old or something, for the concept oh, yeah, of death. Yeah. Because then when the cat dies, I think that's the first time it comes up when the cat dies. Um, or maybe even before that, they're talking about spirituality or, I don't know, something. Mm. Or maybe they're talking about the mum's sister, because the mum has a dead sister. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the dad is very like, he's a doctor, he's an atheist, I think. He's very much like, you know, when you're dead, you're dead. And he's very much like, you should just be honest with children and just tell them that mm-hmm. life is, you know, that life is limited for everyone and just someday you're going to die. And that's just normal. That's the way things are. Yeah. Uh, and the mum's just m- m- much more kind of like, no, that's too harsh. You can't tell her that. You've got to give them something, you know. She's maybe a little bit more religious, possibly, mm-hmm. or even just reluctant to face up to the reality of that or certainly not w- wanting to shield her daughter from it. Mm. So that kind of... I happened. mean, she actively is Christian in this film. Oh, is she? Does, do we see her praying at any point? Or is, does she say? Yeah, she def- it definitely comes up. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't paying that much attention. Do they not go to church at one point, or am I thinking of something else? I think you might be thinking of something else. I don't remember a church scene. Okay, they sure. Don't, I mean, there's a character called Church, <laughs> but I don't think they go to a church. That's the cat, isn't the it? The cat is called yeah. Church, yes. But, which maybe yeah. is a sign that she's religious, I don't know. Yeah, and well, she was talking about like heaven and stuff. Yeah, no, that's it. They have heaven, this heaven and hell. Yeah, they have this debate where she's like, do you really not believe in anything after death? And he's like, no. And I'm like, you guys have been married for like 12 years. Has this really never come up? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but she has, which I think is, I'm not sure if that's a feature in the original film or not, but in this version, she, as, as a child, she had a sister who had some kind of very over-the-top <laughs> problem. Like, she had a twisted spine or something? She had a twisted spine, which essentially deformed her entire body. Yeah. They basically turned her into the little girl from The Ring. Like, yeah. It was, it was a lot. It didn't seem like a very and sensitive... She's, and she's... Pretty much bedridden. Oh, 100% bedridden, yeah. Well, not 100% bedridden. Oh, yeah, no, she, oh, yeah she's 90% bedridden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so for some reason, the parents have abandoned them or something. I don't know. They've gone out for the I, night. Yeah, I left her. Have they gone out, or has it just gone out for the night? Yeah, I don't think she was like the girl's, the sister's carer 100% of the time. I think they, their parents just literally went out. I mean, she was like 12. It was unacceptable to do that, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, it seems unacceptable anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so the sister, is, she's supposed to go and... Takes take her evening meal up to her uh, big sister's room, mm-hmm. but she's scared to do so because the big sister scares her. So she puts it in the uh, weird. What's it? What's what's that called? Essentially, a, a lift for, for food. food. Yeah, I don't remember what those things are called, but yeah, I they're never but a good. They're never a good thing in horror movies. No, whenever they crop up in a horror movie, someone's going to die inside it. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, instead of going up, she just puts the food in there and sort of pulleys it up mm-hmm. and, and and she hears her sister sort of scraping herself along the floor upstairs uh meanwhile the little girl's just downstairs just like rocking in the corner in terror of that uh then the lift comes crashing down uh the doors open and there's there's nothing there no. or anything and then a second later her sister's body comes crashing down and it's all completely mangled and dead and there's blood everywhere and it's horrible and uh I mean, it was... How exactly... What what, what happened? I, did she, she must have climbed in. She, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, John. Uh, <laughs> it, was a, it was like a good jump scare, but it was like, also, what was she doing? So did she reach for the food and then miss it and then think, well, I'll just jump down after it? Like, did she? was she just trying to climb? Maybe she accidentally fell in. Maybe it was a suicide. Could have been a suicide. It seemed like a convoluted way to hurt yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, um, so she carries all this guilt over that anyway. And uh, yeah, yeah, and she's yeah, mentally scarred. Hundred percent. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and so she can't really accept death. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's basically her character arc. Mm. But then she leaves after the door. So after the cat gets hit, so they move. In, they move into this area, and the as you mentioned, the ridiculous like speeding traffic thing which again you just would like why would they not why would they immediately think this is not a good place to raise children like as, mm. or at least put up a gate but yeah and also but, did they not view the house before they clearly don't like, they don't they literally say they don't know how much of the area around the house they own yeah so they like, just bought this site on sea do they even know how much it cost them <laughs> no I, yeah crazy <laughs> they obviously just thought, thought it was a great bargain and didn't look into it but mm. yeah again bad decision making mm-hmm. but um, yeah so the cat eventually gets hit by a car and they tell the daughter that the cat's run away. Mm-hmm. And then the dad buries the cat. He's going to go bury the cat in the pet cemetery. And then John Lithgow's like, hey, follow me. If you really, if you really love your daughter, mm-hmm. bury the cat here mm-hmm. in this second cemetery, mm-hmm. which is just full of like dry ice smoke. And like, it's really like... <laughs> they literally have to walk through the swamp from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they, have to, yeah, they have to climb up this weird like dam made of like dead bodies and stuff. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, but he does it. And then the cat comes back from the dead. Mm-hmm. But it's different. Now it's a CGI cat for a start. <laughs> there were so many funny, unintentionally funny moments with this cat, though. Like the, there's a bit where it literally does. So the cat starts like scratching people. It's got horrible massive fur. Which mm-hmm. there's lots of really gross stuff where the the daughter's brushing the cat's fur and it's like coming out in the clumps and you feel like it's just gonna pull out the whole all the skin. It's, yeah. oh, it's horrible. Um, but the cat scratches the daughter really badly and then the dad decides he needs to put the cat down. Mm-hmm. So he like holds the cat down. And he's got like his euthanization mm-hmm. thing. And then the cat literally does the face that Puss in Boots does from Shrek. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I laughed very hard. Yeah, me too. It was really good. Mm. <laughs> um, so then he takes it and drives away. Drives really, really far away. Yeah. Well, seemingly far away, but also it, the scenery looked exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, drops the cat off and then drives home. And then the next day, at the kid's birthday party, the cat turns up. Mm-hmm. The little. Boy sees it on the road. That's it, yeah. Goes out to sort of say hello. Yeah. Um, and the cat is literally just sitting in the middle of the road with the evilest of evil faces on. Yeah. It's just sitting there, wagging its tail a little <laughs> bit, just like, come and get me. Yeah. Um, the little boy does, and then the girl sees that there's like a... Does she see the lorry? No, she just knows not to play in the road. So she goes and rescues her brother or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, then a lorry comes. The driver is speeding and on his phone... Um, I think he drops his phone at one point it's or something. Every I, I don't know. Every it, it, it's every cliche. It's everything, everything. Just doing 90 miles an hour while texting. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then see the little girl at the last moment, uh, steers to the left and like the, the, the cabin just detaches from the rest of the fuel tank. It's a fuel tanker as well. Yeah, it, it couldn't be more over the top. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, it's like <clears throat> taking out a fly with a shotgun. Like, yeah. It's just like ludicrous. And a fuel tanker just... Plows straight through the little girl. Yes. Um, and uh, knocks her to the side. No, no sign of a cat. But the little boy's fine. I think the mum rescues him at the last minute or something. Like yeah. That. No, doesn't the little girl push him out the way? Does it? Something, yeah. I don't know. And, yeah, she's dead. She she dead, yeah. I mean, she would have been... She's dead, but she looks very, she would, like... She, she would have been mush. She would have been, yeah, yeah. There's nothing left of it. Like, just yeah. a, an entire fuel tanker, like, lands on her head. And she's yeah. just kind of, like... Slightly limp in the grass. It's like, yeah. but, you know. Well, I mean, it's it's one thing to show a slightly mangled cat body, but to show a mangled like twelve year old girl. Oh body, no, I was not hoping for that at <laughs> no. all. Like, I was glad, but I was also thinking it'd be like because she obviously comes back from the dead. Mm. If she came back as like like a pancake or something, like just <laughs> just this ridiculously mangled like. Yeah. 
Um, but no, that doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, so she's dead. Obviously, the family are completely devastated, mm-hmm. um, as, as they well would be. Uh, the the mum and the little boy go to visit family or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah and just... then, for whatever reason, he makes up. The dad stays there, mm-hmm. which I, I don't get why. Because the plot demanded it. No. Well, yeah, but no. I think it's like he had some work to. Do. That's it. Yeah, he said he had some work to do at his because he's a doctor. Mm. And I'm like, well, if there's any, ever a time for compassionate leave, it's when your daughter's had a fuel tank land on her. Yeah. Head. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess if you're a doctor, you know, yeah, you've got know. Hippocratic oath, whatever. And uh, although he's never actually in work, so no. <laughs> and so then this is when he eventually takes his daughter. He actually exhumed the daughter's body himself. Yes. Which is one thing. Bleak. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he takes takes the daughter's body to the graveyard. She gets reincarnated, comes back, and just haunts him. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, kills John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the mum comes back with with the son, leaves the son in the car. There's a fight between everybody. Yeah. Um, I think the cat's involved as well. <laughs> I think just just uh, watching from the sidelines. It's like, <laughs> like, yes, this is my plan. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, the cat's like orchestrated the whole thing. I oh think, yeah. yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, one thing leads to another. They end up in the forest, and all three of them end up as zombies. Yes. Because uh, the mother doesn't... Well, the thing is, the dad is so insane with grief that he just wants his daughter back one way or another. So yeah. that's why he brings her back. And even though she's obviously not right, yeah. he's kind of just... He's just pretty much had a mental break. He's just like, anything's yeah. to have my daughter around. But with the mum, when she finds out, is much more like, this is, this is wrong, this, this is hard. This, I don't this want this, weird. this is terrible, yeah. And I th- yeah, I thought that was really interesting because the dad in the whole film, I say really, not really interesting, but in the concept of this film, like the dad's obviously the, in Cecil's the pragmatic one who's like, look, death is death, you just need to deal with it. And the mm. mum's more like, can't deal with it. But when it push comes to shove, she's more like, no, when someone's dead, you can't just bring them back. That's yeah. messed up. Like, yeah. Yeah. But the, yeah, and then the daughter kind of senses the mum's resistance and basically stabs her mm-hmm. multiple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and enjoys it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so then the film finishes with uh, the mum, dad, and their daughter as zombies uh, burning down the house, which is also where the film starts. Yeah. Um, and then just walking towards the car. Where the little boy is. Where, where, where the little boy is, with the, with the window cracked down a little bit. And the film just closes with the sound of the car unlocking. Yeah, so he's um, doomed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is very bleak. Yeah, it's a very dark ending. But... Yeah, I mean, it was, it was one thing with the 12-year-old girl that just became fun, but like a very, a very helpless, like, two-year-old boy or something. Yeah. It's, I'm uh, glad they left that to the imagination. Yeah. I, did, I didn't need to <laughs> yeah, see that. No. But, yeah. <laughs> um, especially they, they have to kill him first. They will, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so, so that's, that's Pet Cemetery. Uh, yeah, uh, a standard Stephen King 3 out of 10, I reckon. I would say, yeah. It, it's one of those films that like it came out, it made some money, no one will ever think about it again. No. Um, it was, for what it was, it was perfectly diverting. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Like, I wasn't bored. I laughed a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm struggling to think of much to say because it, this, we, we watched this like two weeks ago and I've already forgotten 90% of it. Like it's yeah. it's really one of the most unambitious films you could think about. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Not in a bad, no, it's not bad. It's just like hitting every beat that it needs to. And yeah, yeah. fine. Christoph, so I, I, I'm, I'm giving it, a, I think a three maybe. Yeah, I'll give it a three or a four maybe. Yeah, three. It's, it's, I feel like three means that I hated it, but I didn't yeah. hate it. I just, but I can't say there's anything good about it. Doesn't warrant it getting any higher than that. Like, mm. It was just really. I mean, I will never watch this film again. No, hundred percent not. Mm. I can see no set of circumstances in which this enters my life again. Yeah. You know what? I'll put up to a four just because yeah. I did laugh at it at times. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'll join you on a four then. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's that then. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for subscribing, and we will see you in whatever it is we do next. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. Bye. Let's go beyond 
be on the box set. <laughs>